Chapter 1, Omniscience. This was the first time that we had a real fight. I knew that I was wrong, but I really didn't care. I probably would have handled it differently now that I look back on it. But it is what it is. I was 15 years old at the time, and Dante was 16. Even though he was older than me, I was bigger than him. It had been that way our whole lives. We were more like brothers than cousins. Our dads were brothers, so they were really close. They were always together. My Uncle Andre and my cousin Dante often lived with us from time to time, and this was one of those times. Uncle Andre was only supposed to stay with us for a few months until he got back on his feet. But a few months turned into three years. That wasn't the first time that it happened. My dad was cool with it, though, because we needed help with the bills. We lived in a three-bedroom house. It was an average-sized home in a middle-class neighborhood. Uncle Andre took my mom's old arts and crafts room and put up a lot of posters of old rappers on all the walls. Dante moved in my room. From then on, we pretty much did everything together. I think that's what really caused a fight because we were always around each other. We went to the same school, had the same friends. We even played basketball on the same AAU team. I played in the post and Dante played at the two. We used to destroy people on the court. I knew what he was going to do. And he knew my every move. The night of the fight, we lost by one point to a team that was trash. I blamed him for not passing me the ball, and he swore that I never had my man posted up. It wasn't a championship game or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I can't even remember the team that we played that night. But we should have won. Both of us hated losing. So we argued about the game the whole ride home. Dante was in the backseat, frustrated. I promise you didn't have him posted up, or else I would have passed it to you. I slowly turned to look at him from the front seat. I was killing him the whole night. You just thought you were Iverson. We lost because you were ball hogging. I kept feeding you the rock, but you kept missing. How was I missing that I scored 20 points? How many did you score? I looked at my dad for reassurance, but he was on the phone with his best friend, Hurl, who later in life became his pastor. They were talking about God, and he really wasn't paying attention to our conversation. Dante was starting to get more upset. It doesn't matter how many times you scored. We still lost. Stop talking to me. You weak, bruh. I hated to be called weak. Oh, I'm weak now? Dante repeated it, but this time it was a little louder. Yeah, you weak, bruh. At this point, whenever I would try to say something, Dante would interrupt me by saying, You weak, bruh. My dad, Corey, was driving and still on the phone as our argument escalated. He could no longer hear the conversation he was having on the phone. Hey, I'm on the phone. Y'all both need to chill out. Dad, tell him if he would have passed me the ball on the last play, we would have won tonight. My dad took the phone off of his ear and put it in front of his face. Uh, hold on one second, Rev. Rev is what he sometimes called Pastor Hurl. I don't know what would have happened. You think I'm God? Only God is omniscient. Do you know what omniscient means? My dad got saved a year ago after attending Pastor Hurl's church. Ever since then, he would turn every conversation into something about God. It was super annoying. He then put the phone back on his ear. P Pastor, Pastor, l let me call you right back. He hung up the phone and started going in. Man, why are y'all arguing over what would have happened? Only God knows what would have happened. God knows all things. That's what omniscience means. God knew exactly what was going to happen tonight. He knew who was going to shoot. He knew who was going to win. He knew every team that was going to lose, including your team. 
The team lost as a whole. You can't blame one person. Everybody lost together. It's not the end of the world. Y'all arguing over basketball game. And to be honest, Bubba. My real name is Tyrese, but my family and friends call me Bubba. You didn't have your man contained on the last play, so the only option Dante had was to shoot. Thank you. That's what I've been trying man, to tell him, Uncle Corey. I hated when my dad didn't have my back. Ever since he became a Christian, it seemed like he only cared about the truth. I felt like even if it was the truth, he should have sided with me because I'm his son. We were almost home, and as we were pulling into the driveway, Dante sarcastically said, Can you open the door by yourself? Or is it too heavy for you, weak sauce? <laughs> I didn't say anything because I know me and I didn't want things to get ugly. Dante kept going, though, just saying little things, trying to agitate me. It seemed like the less I said, the more he kept going. We walked in the house and Uncle Andre was on the couch playing NBA 2K. Yo, you won the game. He had no idea about the argument we had on the way home. I kept walking and headed to the kitchen. Ask the one who couldn't keep his man posted up. I was still in the kitchen, and Dante was in the living room, but he said it loud enough so that I could hear him. I came out of the kitchen and was headed to the room, and Uncle Andre kept looking at me. What happened, Bubba? I could tell by the half-smile on his face that he really didn't want to know. He was just going to try to make some kind of joke or something. I dropped my shoulders, leaned my head back, and answered, I don't know. I wasn't in the mood to joke around. Uncle Andre was always clowning. He was 35, but he acted like a teenager. All he did was work, play video games, and spades with his girlfriend, Monica. I went back into the kitchen, grabbed a Gatorade, and went to the room that Dante and I shared. I opened my Gatorade, flopped down on the bed, and took a sip of my drink and sat it on the floor. I was exhausted from the game and arguing with Dante. I put my headphones on, laid down, and zoned out to some music to clear my mind. Just as I started to relax, Dante comes busting in the room, drops his gym bag on the floor right next to my bed, and knocks over my Gatorade. You spilled my Gatorade. Go get me another one. Why would you put it on the floor and not put the top on it? That's not my fault. I didn't see it. It don't matter if you saw it or not. You spilled it, so go get me another one. He just stared at me for a few seconds. I'm not getting you another Gatorade. I stood up. And got in his face. Yes, you are. We bumped chest, and Dante pushed me. Get out of my face, punk. When he pushed me, I tripped over his bag and fell back on the bed. And I got so mad that I jumped back up. I just started swinging. I didn't want to hit him with all my might because he was my cousin. So part of me was holding back. Plus, I was bigger than him, and I knew I could hurt him bad. He started swinging back, and we were going blow for blow. We were wrestling more than anything. The fight only lasted about 30 seconds before Uncle Andre heard all the commotion and came running into the room. He grabbed his son Dante and jumped in between the both of us. What are y'all doing? We're family and we don't fight each other. Have y'all lost y'all minds? What's going on in here? Didn't I tell you both to chill out in the car? My heart was beating so fast. I did, and he came here and spilled my drink. It was an accident, Uncle Corey. He got in my face, so I pushed him. Both of us were breathing heavily. Dante's shirt was ripped open in the front, barely hanging on to his collar. Both of y'all shut up. So we stopped talking. And we knew he didn't play around. Even at the ages of 15 and 16, we were still eligible for whoopings. Listen, we are family. And at the end of the day, we need each other. And you two are fighting like y'all are enemies or something over nothing. 
Stupid basketball game. I'll pull both of y'all off that team if y'all don't get it together. Uncle Andre was still in the room when my dad said that, and I could tell that he felt as if my dad was overstepping his boundaries by suggesting discipline for his son, too. I will pull you off that team, Dante. And Bubba, you don't need to be getting in people's face, either. He then glanced at my dad to see what his reaction would be to him saying that. You don't need to be pushing people, Dante. You know Bubba is bigger than you. He'll crush you if he really wanted to. Dante and I could tell that they were starting to take sides. Now, Dante might be smaller. He can handle his own. Now, you know I'm not saying that, Dre, but we both know what Bubba can really do. Dante, grab your bag, son. We're going to head out for a little bit. We'll be back, Corey. For some reason, I knew that Uncle Andre and Dante wouldn't be coming back. We didn't hear from them for a couple of weeks. Finally, my dad got in touch with Uncle Andre, and they patched things up. My dad told him that he could come back and live with us, but by that time, he had already moved in with Monica. He told my dad that he'd been living with us for too long and needed to take the next step for himself and Dante. All of this happened around July of the year 2000. It was now August, and I hadn't seen or talked to Dante since the fight. School was about to start in a few weeks, and I still felt that when we linked back up, he owed me an apology. And I'm sure he felt the same way. I made up my mind that if he didn't say anything to me, then I wasn't going to say anything to him. I really didn't want it to be that way, but hey, it is what it is. My dad thought it was good that we hadn't seen each other in over a month or so. He said we needed a break from each other to let things smooth over. And when you're around someone for too long, you can start getting on each other's nerves. As school was quickly approaching... I knew I would eventually run into him. It happened on the first day. It was third hour in gym class when I saw him walking through the door. He looked up and saw me looking at him. He smiled as he started walking towards me. I sort of smiled back at him. Dante came and sat right next to me on the bleachers. Hey, bruh, I need to talk to you. I, I really didn't give him eye contact. What's up, man? Dante leaned forward and put his elbows on his knees while clasping his hands. On some real, I want to let you know, some things have changed with me. I know we haven't talked in a while, but I'm different. I looked toward him, but still no eye contact while I rested my chin on my fist. I had no clue what he was talking about, so I just let him explain while I waited for his apology. So, Kevin invited me to his church a couple weeks ago. Kevin? was the point guard on our AAU team. Kevin was always reading the Bible and preaching to people. I used to tell him to stop being so religious and boring and have fun sometimes. Kevin's response was fun was overrated and that he had more joy than fun as a Christian. Dante continued, The pastor was talking about how God knew his own before the world was even made. He said that this God has grace and mercy for people who have done him wrong. He talked about how sinful we are and that God is holy. He said that God has beef with us because he's holy and that we've all sinned against him. He also said that God has every right to punish those who have sinned against him and that the wrath of God is expressed through physical death and eternal hell for those who don't turn from their sins and trust in Jesus who offers forgiveness for their sins. The more he talked, the louder and more excited he became as he continued the story. I've heard Kevin and Uncle Corey talk about stuff like that all the time, but something was different this time. It was like I finally understood that I had sinned against a holy God. 
I felt so bad that I started crying. Something was happening to my heart for real. I knew that I had to stop sinning and trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of my sins. Then Pastor Juan said, since we've been forgiven for so much that we should forgive others, I immediately thought about us. I was just sitting there thinking, come on, man. I don't want to hear about all of this church stuff. I was tripping with all the things that I said to you. It was selfish and disrespectful. I ask that you forgive me for that. And I'm sorry that I pushed you in the whole fighting and stuff. Please forgive me, man. We're cousins. We can't be acting like that. God has given me a lot of grace and mercy, and I don't want to hold anything against you either. What would you have to hold against me? You pushed me. You knocked over my drink. You was talking noise to me. I know, man, but we were both wrong at some point. But I get what you're saying, and again, I'm just apologizing and asking for forgiveness. Are we good? <sighs> yeah, we good. In a way, I was happy that we had made things better. And I was happy that he was being positive with this Christian stuff, but I wasn't prepared for all of the changes that were about to happen to my cousin. When he became different, he really changed. It was almost like I lost my best friend. 